Hey, this is Danny Bonaduce, and you are listening to the Sean Squad Society Podcast with your hosts, Cindy, Doris, and Dame. Welcome to the Sean Squad Society Podcast with your hosts, myself, Cindy, Doris, Dame Madonna, where we invite you to share in our enthusiasm and reminisce about all things Sean Cassidy. From his teen idol days to his recent adventures back on the road again. Please join us for the stories and memories that connected us to those happy days that helped create the Sean Squad Society Podcast. So let the midnight special This week, we are remembering our favorite rock programs. You remember those weekly TV shows. We stayed up all night to watch our favorite stars showcase their songs on the Midnight Special and Don Kirshner's Rock Concert. But let's not forget our primetime favorite, Solid Gold. I remember that one. You remember Solid Gold? Oh, yeah. They had Marilyn McCool and Rhett Smith hosted it. Andy Gale hosted it. I think any and everybody hosted Lake that Garrett, show. yeah, all those guys. They hosted. They had lots of hosts. But Midnight Special was hosted by Wolfman Jack. Well, the Midnight Special is an American late-night musical variety series, and it originally was broadcasted on NBC during the 1970s and the early 1980s. It was created and produced by Burt Sugarman. It premiered as a TV special on August 19, 1972, and then it began its run as a regular series from February 3, 1973 to March 27, 1981. The 90-minute so program. Dave, I hate to, I don't want to interrupt you real quick, but you said February 3rd, and that's okay. an anniversary, right? We're right now in an anniversary time. Yeah, we yeah. kind of are yeah. right here. We're recording around the anniversary of the premiere of Midnight Special. That's pretty cool. Oh, how fitting. Yes. I'm sorry, Dame. No, it's fine. It recorded, and then it was um, aired on Saturday mornings at 1 a.m., which I would have been asleep by then, but very special. And also, it had The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. That would be after that. Oh. So it was late at night when this was aired. Okay. Yeah. I <laughs> would morning, stay up. Say early morning. <laughs> I'd stay up 
all night waiting for the midnight special. Yeah, I don't think I watched that one on a regular basis, but if Sean was on there, I did. Well, guess who we're talking about this week being on the midnight special? I guess it was the one I watched then. Yes. (laughs) We loved those episodes when Sean was on the midnight special. Yeah, you had to follow any show he was on. So you set your timer, your alarm, and you're going to watch that. Or I think you can record back then. We had VCR. Well, I didn't. No? Nah. I think I did. I was able to use the VCR sometimes. Hey guys, let's look at it. Let's see. Let's actually. Oh, you want to play it? it? Let's watch yes. it. That's okay. A great idea, Dane. We're yeah. going to watch Sean on right. a midnight special. Okay. But first, w- before we play it, can you see what the outfit is that he's wearing? He. Oh, so we're talking about the Hey Dini. He's on yeah. the midnight. Well, he's wearing jeans, a white shirt, and a scarf. And a multicolor scarf. scarf. Yeah. Yeah. Are there little tassels or something at the end of that scarf? Or mine is a little bit blurry. I can see my boys wearing that those scarves like that, like he wore in the show. Yeah, he looked a little bit more, they dressed him a little bit more casual for the midnight special. I'm sure he liked that. Usually he's in the white satin outfits and things like that. This time he liked those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this time he looks pretty cool. I I think I, I like the look. Yeah, I I never got the scarf. I guess that's just an accessory a lot of people were wearing. He did that with his outfits in concert, too. Yeah, I never got it. My boys still do that. I never got it. Yeah, because nobody in his band is wearing a scarf. Well, I get it. You did it? You wore a scarf? Well, and my boys to this day still wear them. They have to have a scarf with their outfits every weekend. Well, sometimes it's a... As a statement. It's an art thing. There you go. He certainly (laughs) had them on all the time. So, you want to start watching? Yeah, let's see how, what he, this is Hey Dini. This is Hey Dini. Okay. So, I love that on these shows, they were actually singing live. It's a full band. There's a full band. Full band. You can tell he's not lip syncing. He's not lip syncing. Okay, let's look at it. Does love to turn around and shake his butt to the camera. He just shook around and gives a little I think butt they shake. told him to do that. But as far as his hair, I think he really loved it. Oh, my. He really loved his his hair, and I don't blame him. Oh, that's a funny thing when he lifts his leg and he does that little flip with his leg. Yeah. Yes. That is a that is a regular dance move I've noticed with Sean. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, for him, yes. And he yes. shakes his hair. He'll shake that, his I hair. I love that. I love the way he shake, shook his hair. Yeah, he just did it again. Okay. Does anybody love the way the arrangement, the the way he's singing Hey Dini, though? But I listened earlier, and I really thought, you know, when he was on here singing it, he he really did a great job because sometimes the album version, when you hear it, and then you hear it on a TV show, you just, you're like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? They rearranged the song. I don't yeah. think he rearranged it and made it horrible. It was such a great performance. Yeah, and he looked very relaxed and casual. It's like he's having fun on there. But if you look at it and you see him putting everything into his songs, you can see why he was also a natural actor. Right? Yes. Yeah. I wish I could have been in the audience because back then, say you couldn't go to a concert. This was your chance oh. to see your favorite artist perform live. Yep. And I don't know who you had to be or how you got tickets to the Midnight oh. Special, yeah. but I didn't live in L.A. or wherever it was Me recorded. Neither. I, I assume it was recorded in L.A. Dame, does it say anything about that? 
I know um, Wolfman Jack was the host, and I think he was an L.A. disc jockey before he got offered to do the Midnight Special. Well, the main thing I looked into was just that, you know, like with Eric Carmen, he performed these songs to his songs, even on the Midnight Special um, in March 26, 1976. But as far as all the things that you're asking me about, Therese, I'm not 100% positive. Oh, that's okay. I, you know what I say, I got a lot of useless information living rent free in my head. So <laughs> I got the whole library. I remember watching the Midnight Special back in the day, and I know for a fact that Wolfman Jack was the host, and he was a okay. huge um, DJ. He was like one of those, they called them screamers. In the early 70s, they called these kind of jock screamers. They get on the mic and they talk real fast and they talk real loud. And that was Wolfman Jack. Yeah, that's for sure. He had that deep voice, that deep raspy voice. And they rhymed. Don't you think they need to fix some of these into high definition and put them out there and see if we can just buy them, you know, made with high definition? They could remaster them. That would be well, funny you should mention that. I remember a few years ago, you know, you stay up long enough, you get the infomercials, and there was an infomercial for Time Life. They had the Midnight Special. Yes, it's there. Google it. It's out there. Well, then I say woohoo. Yeah, because... um, and it's amazing how he could hold those high notes back in the day. Yeah. Yes. He, he but did. when they go and remaster these 70s clips, hopefully they'll make them a little bit clearer than they are when we look them up. But even with his his last show in here, with some, it'd be really neat to buy those and, and enjoy that feathered hair flip. Yes. Yeah, hopefully somebody will do that. that I'm telling you, you could get you could get Midnight Special somewhere. It's been done. Hey, why don't we move and watch uh, That's Rock and Roll on Midnight Special? All right. Sean Cassidy singing That's Rock and Roll on the Midnight Special. I got to tell you. Yeah, he sang two songs on Midnight Special. I don't know if it was two separate episodes, though. I think it was, Cindy. I don't think it. I think it was the same episode. Well, he has on a different scarf and a different outfit. So Yeah. I don't know that they did wardrobe changes. I need to go up there and help him fix his scarf. I love that scarf. <laughs> it's that but scarf it's funny bothering that it's you, Dame. Look at that You're scarf. You're right. This is yeah. a different scarf. Well, I'm not OCD at all, but I think I need to go up there and fix it. There he goes, turning around again, girls. Now <laughs> he's on his knees. I love when he gets oh, on his knees funny. and he sings. I love he's on that. He's on his knees. Man, yes. I think he was trying to figure out his dance style. I think because sometimes you yeah. kind of see him kind of figuring how to move. I hate to say uh, it, but it was. A good job. I hate to say <laughs> it, but it was kind of non-existent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love <laughs> you, Sean, but I don't know the dance moves he tried. At least he did. No, I love it. He yeah. was creative. There's his butt, you oh, guys. He shakes his, his bottom. Again. He's got to oh, do my. that. Sean, really? And That's shake his fun. hair. He's doing that again. You know what? Girls, do you think that um, Tracy and his kids just tease him like crazy over that? I think it's done now. They probably did, and they don't do it anymore. He's probably like, okay, got the point. Moving on. No, but you know what? He probably said, yeah, Dad had the moves. He had a good saxophone player, though. I really like his saxophone player. I did, too. I really Mm -hmm. love the sax player. I, again, I'm going to say it again. I love that he sang live. He wasn't lip syncing in these. That's true. 
Yes. Because some shows he went on, it was just him by himself, and maybe he was singing to a track. I don't know. Well, but- speaking of, we need to have a band behind him this next time. Yes. When he's doing this tour. Recent tours were iffy. Yes, some had him, some didn't. So kind of yeah. the same thing. He, he said in his future tours that it'll be totally different than what we have seen the last 10 of. Oh, variety. It's a spice mm-hmm. of life. Good. That's, I just love going back watching these episodes, you guys. And this he's smiling incredible. and he's so happy. And he does was, look happy, naturally happy. He doesn't yeah. look scared or <laughs> like he's really enjoying himself. What? Well, oh, no. There goes that leg flip again. <laughs> and his famous funny. clapping. He loves oh, to yeah, do that there hand goes. clap. Woo! There it is. I'll get up there and help him. Come on, Sean. I'll do that with you. That was such a great episode. If you, if yes, you listeners haven't gone back and gone Thanks. on YouTube and rewatched the Solid Gold episodes with Sean. Yeah. You need and there to, it says it, girls. Yep. And at the end, he's clapping. Producer, Bert Sugarman. There you go. Right <laughs> yes. there. I love that one. Love it. All right. Well, well what's the next well, one? I think we should talk a little bit about Don Kirshner's rock concert because it was the same genre type of show. Mm-hmm. Even though we can't find any clips, we can talk about it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was kind of similar to Midnight Special, right? They kind of did the same format. Yeah, I have something to say about it because of the, the monkeys. In the fall of 1972, Don Kirshner was asked by the ABC television to serve as the executive producer and creative consultant for their concert series. Well, he was hired by the producers of the Monkees to provide these songs to accompany the television program. I don't know if you girls knew that. And then unlike TV music shows, such as like the American Bandstand performances on this rock concert were not lip synced in a studio. Instead, in the Don Kirshner's rock concert, they featured the raw, the full-length performances mm-hmm. in a live concert setting. Yes, that's true. Again, I wish I could have been in the audience yes. on those shows because they were. There. It was your chance to see your favorite artists perform live. And yes. it was great. Hey, did you guys know, do you guys know who Don Kirshner is, how he started? No. Well, mm-hmm. back in the day, Don Kirshner had a music publishing company in New York, and Carol King worked for his publishing company. Oh, okay. So he was a music publisher, and then he he had so much connection with music, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's why they asked him to do rock concert. Okay. And it worked because, you know, but, you know, I was younger back then. I didn't really stay up till midnight, so I didn't really see a lot of these, but I knew about it. Oh, I couldn't wait. I was up. You go, Doris. Well, right here it says Don Kirshner's rock concert was noted for featuring live performances. And then here were some of the examples I have down, like Andy Gibb, and we've talked about him before. I may have seen that. Mm-hmm. You know, his brothers and stuff. And then the Eagles, and there were many, many others, but that was really cool. I wish we could find the episode with Sean because I'd love to relive that. I know I saw it. We all looked for it, you know, so maybe it's just not there. Come on, audience, show us where it's at. If somebody knows about it, let us know. I know when it aired, I was up and I was watching it. but I I believe it. But we have to relive it. We got to relive that episode. Like, do you remember what he was wearing? What What he he sang? Yeah, what what he sang. What were the songs he sang on that? He's most popular ones, though. 
Yeah, but what year? If it was later, if he did Hey Dini, or if it was earlier. Yeah. This is where our audience comes in. Yes, if anybody has it, let us know. We would love to see it. Okay, until then, we're going to move on because I know we have clips of him on Solid Gold. Yes, I love the Solid Gold clip. Well, Solid Gold is an American uh, music television series. It debuted September 13, 1980, and it ran until July 23, 1988. Usually, it aired on Saturday evenings. Well, Solid Gold focused on popular music. It stood out more than any of the other similar shows because it included something they had that was different. It was an in-house crew of professional dancers that performed routines choreographed to the week's featured songs. Yep. And they would dance while they would talk about the song. (laughs) Didn't they do like a solid gold countdown or something? And the the solid gold dancers would be back there dancing. So the whole show was around that, right? The countdown. Yes. And during the countdown, you'd have performers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. interesting that you said when that show started, it seems like that was after Sean's career, yet he was on it a couple of times. Yeah, that was in the 80s? Yes. Okay. So, you know, by by 1981, Sean had kind of said, well, I'm right. moving on. Yeah, I think his last, what was that, Houston Astrodome was in 80? Yes. The last concert. But that's very interesting that Solid Gold got him to come back a couple of times. And True. I love him on Solid Gold when he's saying that's rock and roll. Now, I know we're going to have some debate here. You know how we <laughs> feel about that, that yeah. perm hair. He did That's Rock and Roll, and he did the duet with Marilyn McCoo called You Are Always On My Mind, which oh, I, I loved. Love that. We're going to play it. That. Let's play oh. the That's Rock and Roll, because I'd like to compare okay. the That's Rock and Roll Midnight Special yeah. to That's Rock and Roll Solid Gold. I started it. Now, oh, my. First of all, he comes out there in this leather. Leather. He's not wearing jeans and a scarf. Or satin. Or satin. He's got on black leather be pants. different now. And this leather-looking shirt, T-shirt. He looked pretty cool. Dude looks hot. And look at his hair. It's wavy. He's got a perm. Somebody I, give him a perm? No, girls. I don't like this look. I love it. I was, I didn't hate John, it, but I, I was wondering I who did like his hair. <laughs> but, okay. He's still cute but i mean yes. he has a cute face but i do not like the hair oh you don't i love it i don't i do not like that <laughs> mullet okay. perm look well yeah. we're moving into the 80s so oh, baby. sean is growing and his style, style is, is growing his but, curls are too but let's talk about the performance for a minute okay, the girls. arrangement of the song the arrangement was so cool to me because when it starts off, when, when the song begins, it, there's like this um, almost uh, just acoustic beginning. Yeah. And I loved it. Or maybe just uh, drums or something, but I love the arrangement of this song. I love the way he sings yeah. it. I love the way he expresses himself there's no butt shaking his movements are more adult and and just expressive he looked more natural this way not i don't think he looks more natural yeah but you know also too more ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) 
See, that's where we differ, but I thought it was a cool look. I didn't mind it at all. But I mind it. Like you said, it was the time. It was the era. His I like the era. But but even one of my boyfriends had permed his hair and I didn't like that either. <laughs> but that was the time the And style. I like the eighties. Well, I don't think they liked my hair either because I had that big thing up on the top of my head. Like Sean. <laughs> so right, right here at this part where he's saying, Let's see some sweat for all the boys in the band, let yeah. me hear you. His movements are his expressive movements, yeah. the way he dances, to me it's more adult, more just so yeah. sophisticated, more like he's trying to be more of a well uh, not a teen idol performer, but more of a uh, good Doris. He's interacting with the rest of the band right there, which is really nice. He's actually, instead of just doing his little dance moves, he's looking around at the rest of the band and he's it was cool pulling and, them in. And he had this brown strap on his shirt, and I kept thinking yeah, it was a that? guitar strap, but I think it was part of his shirt because I keep thinking, oh, he's got to play That's the guitar, weird. but he never does. But it, I think it's just part I of the outfit. Until you told me, it Cindy. did look like a okay. guitar strap. Yeah. Why it is did. he punching into the air? I mean, is that <laughs> it's one of his too? moves? But that's like in the 80s. Remember the 80s? You used to fist bump all the time yeah. and, and do that oh. in the air with your hands on songs. Right, I right. I think that's uh-huh. what he was doing. It's well, just, then he was in with the times, I guess. But I'm not in with that time. But I love the 80s. I yeah. love that he grew and he changed and he really evolved into... Even though he wasn't much of a performer of, of rock music at that time, he took this performance and brought it to the day. Yeah. He didn't come out and do it like he would have in 1977. Right. Or 78. And maybe it was deliberate. Maybe he thought he wanted to make it different. So yeah. this is yeah, what he, it was. He's creative. He's an artist. He likes to have different. So, But uh, yes. still, I don't like it. But then when he came out with Marilyn McCoo, he had the... Suit oh. on. Okay, so oh. let's suit. talk about oh. the Marilyn McCool duet. Oh. I kept picturing he was however you want to for this. <laughs> I was picturing he you was can. singing it to me because I thought, oh, I would love him to oh. sing that what? song to me. What was he singing? He was singing "You Are Always on oh. My Mind," the Willie Nelson, Nelson, Willie Nelson song. song. So but when he, me. when oh, Marilyn McCool asked him, "Do you like country music?" and he says, "I love country music." Yes, and. He asked, she asked him about Willie Nelson and what's he famous for. I just I knew he was going to say pot, yeah. but he said beer. Oh, no. He said I, beer. I know. I remember that. I but remember that. at the time, I think I'm he couldn't that was say weird. pot on, the, on oh, no. uh, primetime TV right. like that. Probably I not. didn't even think of that, Doris. That's funny that you, you thought of that. And then Marilyn McCoo says something, and Sean points it to the uh, teleprompter. Goes, "Well, that's what it says right there." And so <laughs> okay, I was, and I was cracking that's up. That's where I became Marilyn McCoo. Right then, I became her. Yes. Oh, you were Marilyn McCoo. Yes, she was a oh, good yes, singer I too. Was. I was oh. impressed with this whole duet. Fun fact: Do yeah. you guys know who Marilyn McCoo is? She was part of Fifth Dimension. Fifth Dimension with yes. her husband Billy Davis Jr. She couldn't fry oh. an egg or something. In her song. <laughs> yeah. She did One Less Fair to Answer. Yeah. She did um, so I remember One that. Less, uh, yeah, that's one less the Egg to Fry. Song. Yeah. I remember was, that. That was Marilyn yeah. McCool. Yeah. Well, I just love where Sean says, you were always on my mind. I'm going to play it right now because I want to uh, hear this yeah, duet. I'm telling listeners, if you have not 
bring up the Marilyn McCool duet with Sean Cassidy on Solid Gold. Yeah, let's see about that. Oh, does he like beer? Beats me. It's <laughs> what it says. Oh, they're talking about the beer part. Oh, oh love. Such well, a pretty song. Yes, it is. It is a beautiful song, especially when he sings it. To me. <laughs> to Dame. He's singing right yes. to Dame. Oh, he Look is. at that face. Thank you, Sean. He did you very can say good. say my name again. I don't you know, know how many. I, am, I play this over and over again when I saw it. Maybe oh. He was so mature looking, I think, in this oh, one. I, that's what I kept still, thinking. It, Yes, and he's like an adult. Expressive yes. eyes. He was the very eyes, uh, much smile. an adult by then. He had moved mm-hmm. far past the teen idol stage. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get chills with this song. I love this song. <laughs> yes. Oh, Cindy. Very, very good. I should good. be saying, oh, Sean. I can see when you said, hi, Dean. So this they song has been covered by every artist known to man. Oh, yeah. But I think I'm going to go to Dame. This is your favorite version of the song. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Very Especially nice. when I look at him singing it. Yeah. I didn't. I was surprised I he came out it. in a suit. I, would, I was surprised with that. But, hey, I loved it. For this actual episode, for this episode of... Uh, Solid Gold, Sean was the co-host. Yes. Because she thanks really? him for being her co-host at the end of the song. Things I said done. Yeah. I just never <laughs> I love this. I just love <laughs> it. Me- seems so comfortable, girls. I get mesmerized. So yes, Cindy. <laughs> See, this is to me. This is what showcases Sean's oh, day, his yes. singing ability. He sings the song so well, so he melodic. Does. It's yes. just there's no theatrics, nothing. It's just Sean. That at his next show, when he does this in a year, whenever, that he would be willing to sing this song. Well, I was just going to say that I wish he would sing this song in his concerts. Come if that on, would Sean. be a request, I would do that. Well, on his next Q and A, I think I'll ask him. Definitely do that for us. I think the more people that request it, maybe he'll put it in there. Okay, I'm on it. He can definitely sing it. He's got the chops for it. It's yeah. just a great song. He sings it oh, so well. Dama, go up and let herself be yes. the Marilyn McCool of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'll fix his scarf. And I'll tell him to add my name to it. Actually, he doesn't have a scarf on in this song, I don't think. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I'm saying he just, always needs a helper. <laughs> yeah, it's just the jacket. I know. But it's but... perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but he needs me to help him with his outfit. Anything to be up there and part of that song. <laughs> Here comes the end. Listen to this. All of our names, girls, goosebumps. and all of the audiences. Goosebumps. Names. Now, oh. that's my type yes. of performance. Definitely goosebumps. I, I love that that's rock and rolls and uh, the do ron rons, but this, that yeah. is my type of performance. The audience really Sean, loved it. We now have chills. <laughs> I do, for sure. Um, I, get, I, I couldn't know. even talk during that. I had to watch it. At the end of the <laughs> show, good. 
that show, that Solid Gold episode, he gives Marilyn McCoo a kiss on the cheek. I remember when he did that. Yes. I was sitting in front of my TV going, man, why can't that be me? He gives out kisses. Yeah. Where's ours? Well, that's part of the teenage thing. You always want to be in that in that spot where the singer is. I love well, that's that. why everyone needs to watch it because once you watch it, you feel like you are right there. You are her. Yeah. Sean's good with that. Right. Well, okay. He did one more show. We can't leave out. We would be remiss if we leave it out. It's everybody's favorite Saturday morning. Saturday morning. We all watched it. Nobody missed it every week. American mm-hmm. Bandstand. And Dick Clark, Dick Clark was the one who emceed that show. Yeah, it was Long yes. time. It was his show. Yeah, Dick Clark started American Bandstand in the 50s. 50s. It was like a sock hop kind of dance show. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe the 60s, but he goes back to the 50s? Late 50s, 59. Really? 60. It started early. And it was in black and white. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Well, in American Bandstand, it was also known for having Scott Baio and the Bay City Rollers and the Bee Gees. Yeah, I mean, these guys did the same circuit, the yeah. same shows. Mm-hmm. They did the, Their managers well, sent them on the same thing. You had to promote your show. Right. I mean, your song. You had to promote your song. And if you were going to get it out there, the kids were watching American Bandstand. So mm-hmm. you'd be kind of foolish not to go on American Bandstand. Right. Right. And that's the first time I ever saw Sean where I dropped what I was doing. And oh, that's that, that story. That was the aha moment. Ah, the okay. little brother. The little the brother, brother yeah. is on mm-hmm. TV and he looks like an angel. <laughs> that's what I kept yes. thinking. Yes. Okay. And, that, that was Cindy's. Yeah. Yeah. And he was on there twice. Yeah. He was on there right. April 9th in 1977. He sang Da Do Run Run and Holiday. Now, that's kind of funny. Because uh, <laughs> April of 77, yeah, kind of just hit American audiences in January right. of 77. With, with the Hardy, Hardy Boys. Boys. Right. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they grabbed him right away. Yeah, and I knew I saw him after the Hardy Boys. I knew it was in the spring because by July, the Duran Run was playing. That was number one by July. Yes, yes. So. The summer 77, the Duran Run was mm-hmm. all over the radio. Yep, yeah. all over. But then he came back again in October. It says October 29th, 1977. He came back and mm-hmm. sang That's Rock and Roll. Yeah, so that's what I have later. down. That and, and then it became like Billboard top hit, like 10 in the top 10 mm-hmm. for, for Sean Cassidy in 1977. Definitely. That was kind of cool. So, Dame, you tied it all together because Eric Carmen wrote that yes. rock and roll. And so he he was on American Bandstand, but a little bit before uh, that because Eric Carmen was with the band The Raspberries. And he had his own kind of his own kind of solo career also. Right. And so, you know, all of these really are tied together because they help so many artists get out there. Yeah, I believe I saw Eric Carmen maybe a few years before Sean came out. I saw that American Bandstand episode, which I really enjoyed. I really like Eric Carmen's music. I'm a big Eric Carmen fan. Definitely. So when when he said, when it came out that he wrote those two songs, I was like, really? Mm -hmm. Because That's so cool, too. I followed him most of, you know, the 70s. Well, with Chicago, um, also it said that the radio station WLS gave the song tons of airplay. Yes. Which song? It made me think of you guys. 
Well, well, just like that's rock and roll. WLS was of the seventy station at the time, yes, and they were the major yeah. market. They in Chicago were then. like known throughout the Midwest. Yes, they were a Chicago station, but they were huge. They were able because they started out an AM station. You could get them all over the Midwest, pretty much. They were huge. Yes, and when I went to Sean's first concert, John Records Landecker, who was the DJ. At the time on WLS, actually introduced Sean at the concert. Yeah. So they were very involved with his music. Well, and girls, on the Canadian chart, that's rock and roll. It reached number one for a week, and it even took over, like, the Star Wars theme. Did you know that? I don't know if that's... Yeah, which is cool. And it was um, Cassidy's second Canadian number one hit. Okay. Was that's rock and roll. That's pretty cool. Well, Isn't that neat? Well, yeah. yeah, he was he was definitely international. He started yeah. in Germany. He was international. And Doris, you were telling me something about because I was confused because he was holding up the Dirty Dancing record and they had used his song Hungry Eyes in there. Eric Carmen's so, correct. Yeah. Er, okay, yes, Eric Carmen. So that was neat that you knew which song of his was in there. Right. Um, yeah, I that was know. pretty popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, he did uh, Hungry Eyes for uh, the Dirty Dancing uh, soundtrack. Like I said, I followed him uh, ever since the song She Did It. That's an Eric Carmen song. Mm-hmm. I like that, that one, too. That was one of my absolute favorite songs back in the day. So I follow Eric Carmen all the way through his career, mostly. Yeah. I was a little too young for his Raspberries, but his solo career. Yeah, there's a few songs from the Raspberries I like, too. I remember hearing that early 70s, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had there. been on there in the earlier time with the Raspberries. Yeah, and then somehow he connected with Sean, and then he gave him That's Rock and Roll. And then he said to him later on, hey, I got another song for you, this Hey Dini song. So That's so cool. That was another one of Sean's hits. Well, yeah. he knew who could do it well. He knew who to choose to do it very well. Yep, he did. And don't forget these other shows he was on. He did a Sean Cassidy TV special on his own. It was his own TV special. I don't remember what year it was, but he did that where he had his own special. That's out there on YouTube. I watched it recently. Yeah, plus there was also, there's more shows you could look up. He did, there's a live video of him uh, on a show in Spain. Yes. And in Germany? Yes, I saw those. There, He did yeah. so many. There, One's called Disco or something? Yes, it is. Yeah. I saw that when mm-hmm. I was looking for the uh, Midnight Special. When I'm telling you, YouTube is full of so many different performances right. yeah. by Sean on all of these different shows. And Goldie Hawn. Yeah. Remember Goldie Hawn special in 77? Oh, I yeah. love that one. Where they played the piano yes. together? That was another yeah, favorite. They get up and they start dancing all black and white. They need to remaster that and put some color in it and everything. Yeah, there were some great episodes of these shows. So I'm glad yes, he was able to everyone. be on there and showcase all his music. And, of course, us, the fans, followed him the whole time. Yes, we did. And thank <laughs> we saw goodness, everything. Thank goodness for YouTube because back in the day, if you missed it, you pretty much missed it. Right, and I think I was able to record Solid Gold because I was working at the time, and we had VCR players there, which just came out. now we have VCRs. I said, oh, I can record this. So that was exciting. Yeah. That was exciting. remember, you know, shows like the Midnight Special and Don Kirshner's Rock Concert, if you missed those shows, you basically never got to see that performance. Right. But now, with everything being electronic, you could find it anywhere almost, so... 
Go out there and find these shows and re, re, relive those days of sitting in front of your TV late night or prime time or Saturday morning. Primetime Grammys. Yeah, remember the Grammys? He was all dressed in white. Yeah, he was. He liked that outfit, or he didn't like it, and they made him wear it. Yeah, and he was Girls, up for so new what, artist of the year then. What do you think What do you think's the future? What do you think he, he will have in his future shows? What will be in his live show? It's going to be a surprise. I have Thank no, you, Sean, for don't know. leaving us out. We are so blessed. But he had a great past, and these shows were all great to watch. So. Yes, they were, and I enjoyed sitting back and re- reminiscing and remembering all of those great performances because it was a while before I got to see Sean live, so I got to yeah. watch him on those shows, and it was just wonderful. But isn't it funny how that feeling comes back to you, like, when you watch it, you remember how you felt at that time yes, you that do. this came yeah. on, and you're just excited all over again. Yes. It's just great to relive. Thanks, everyone, for joining us on this little trip down memory lane, watching Solid Gold and the Midnight Special, and talking about when Sean was on these shows. Go and watch them on YouTube if you haven't already. We guarantee you, you will be thoroughly entertained. And next week, come back and join us because we promise to have another fun episode. Thank you from the bottom of our teen dream hearts. Keep on crushing. Always believe in magic. And have a peaceful, fantastic week. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Thread, and subscribe to our new YouTube page. Make sure to keep in touch with us at our email. Society at gmail.com. The Sean Squad Society podcast, including past, present, and future versions, and its contents are owned and controlled by the Sean Squad Society. The podcast is written, produced, and recorded at the Borden Studios, and the views and opinions are solely those of the Sean Squad Society podcast. We may think we are always right, but we may get things wrong from time to time, so we assume no responsibility for errors of submission of content.